Yo, I gotta tell you something, and you can't tell nobody else. Well, actually, you can, but you gotta be quiet about it. Because of the COVID-19 restrictions, PGC Sports Network had to go underground to bring you the overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored NFL Draft Talk. Shh. From an undisclosed location. Join us on Thursday, April 23rd at 7 p.m. Live on Facebook as we discuss, argue, agree to disagree, and just flat out give our opinions concerning the 2020 NFL Draft. And yes, it's still sponsored by TJ Catfishing Wings in Arlington, James Wall Insurance, and Motivate Marketing. It's the 2020 Overhyped, Unofficial, and Slightly Censored Draft Talk, April 23rd at 7 p.m. Live on Facebook from in undisclosed location. Now, you officially have something to do on draft day. Spread the word. Quietly, of course. I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. Cole, I appreciate everything you did for the Dallas Cowboys. Cole, go get your money. <laughs> I mess up his name. I can't even get this. That's a kitty. That's a kitty. That's a kitty. Team killer. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not the mascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. Question. Can we please stop and think before we tweet? Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet Earth to this sick show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend in my own mind. Big day. Talking not only sports, but news of all kinds. Also, welcome to those checking us out for the first time on this sick podcast. On Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and on Stitcher. Mississippi State football coach Mike Leach. Yes, this dude is back in the headlines. He has apologized on social media for posting a tweet that drew criticism from the Mississippi State football Bulldogs players and an assistant press uh, professor at the school before it was deleted. Now, here's what Leach did. He tweeted a picture depicting an elderly woman sitting there in a chair knitting this was from the clarion ledger in jackson mississippi as they reported the caption read quote after two weeks of quarantine with her husband gertrude decided to knit him a scarf first of all why the old lady's name got to be gertrude she couldn't have been Barbara. She couldn't have been Debbie. I mean, she couldn't have been Alice. Did, 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 did we have to go with an old name like Gertrude to depict the age of the woman? So with a name like Gertrude, because I'm sure that people don't name their children Gertrude anymore at least I hope they don't I know for a fact they don't in the black community now I can tell you that nobody that's of color is named Gertrude now here's the crazy thing I used to have a friend who happens to have the same first name as me his name is Daryl Thomas and 
Certain people would call him after his grandmother's name, which was Gertrude. He didn't like it then. I'm sure he doesn't like it now. But we had to go there with the name to depict a woman of upper age. I digress. The picture showed her knitting a noose with the hangman's knot already tied in it. And Leach's tweet had more than 4,000 likes on Thursday morning. But several MSU players responded to this post with faces over the palm emojis, the ever popular raised eyebrow emoji, which I use a lot, and the cursing or cussing emoji. You know, it has the the, the, the profane language sign on there but it ain't saying it but you know what the person is meaning because it's all red and frowned up and it's got the bleep right over its mouth Mississippi State Assistant Sociology Professor and author Margaret A. Hagerman chastised Leach and wrote that lynching jokes are incredibly offensive anywhere especially in Mississippi uh, yeah. Because we know the history of M.I. Crooked I, Crooked Crooked I, Humback, Humback I. There was a lot of lynchings going on in Mississippi back in the day. As a matter of fact, If you know your history right They used to refer to it as strange fruit Swinging from the tree So yeah you you don't joke about Someone lynching somebody Especially In Mississippi Lynch Or leech See you got me calling him lynch now Leech Deleted the tweet sometime on Thursday morning According to the newspaper He did again, he went and apologized in a post that read, I sincerely regret if my choice of images in my tweets were found offensive. I had no intention of offending anyone. Well, you might not intend it that way, but let's just be honest, Coach Mike Leach. You have a history of doing stuff that offends individuals and then coming back and saying I didn't mean to offend you but yet you did mean to offend them you just got caught offending them was called to the carpet now you have to retract the offense did I just did I just say that right honey cause I don't even think I can repeat that my wife is working from home like everybody else because of the COVID-19 which we said we're not going to mention nothing about COVID-19 on this show anymore see it just slipped in <sighs> this dude has a history of this y'all it, this, this is not the first time that Mike Leach has been called to the carpet this is not his first rodeo and here's the crazy thing about it He just got the job in January at Mississippi State replacing Joe Moorhead after coaching at Washington State for eight seasons. Before that, Leach was with the Texas Tech Raiders from 2000 to 2009. Wonder why he's not with Texas Tech now. Wonder why he's not with Washington State. Nobody Look, look, look In Texas The media We knew Mike Leach We knew what Mike Leach was about Mike Leach could say some outlandish stuff He can say stuff You'll be like Okay, coach What did you think When uh, you ran the 
uh, jet sweep to the left, but then the defensive player was able to penetrate and get to the running back, causing you to come up with a fourth down. What do you think about that play? And Mike Leach, being the brilliant mind that he is, he would say something like, well, you have to understand that the universe is expanding at an exponential rate and that every star is accounted for and every star is moving at so many thousands of miles per second as the universe is expanding, meaning that we may never find the end of the universe and we may never find out exactly how far we are in transition within our own Milky Way. And you're looking like, what the? That's not what we asked you, dude. That's Mike Leach. That's vintage Mike Leach. He never gives you a straight answer. He never gives you what he wants. And his sense of humor is like out there. It's way out there. I mean, he's, it's like he's too smart. He's definitely not the other way. He's too smart for his own good. And it's like nobody can get on his level when it comes to Mike Leach, the way that he thinks and the way that he coaches. And he's a great coach. Don't get me wrong. Great coach. His students that he has coached, players that he has coached, they got nothing but good things to say about Mike Leach. Most people got good things to say about Mike Leach, but he's one of those kind of dudes that you just sit back and scratch your head and be like, um... Um, are you sure that you're from the planet Earth? Because right now you're talking Martian to us and we, we don't speak Martian, Mike. That weird sense of humor. It, it's just weird is the only way to put it. Is there another word for that? Can you think of a word for that, honey? Just out there. Well, here he is. He's giving you vintage Mike Leach and he says that because Gertrude has been in the house too long because she's been quarantined too long, she's basically thinking about lynching her husband. He finds that funny. It's a twisted sense of humor. That's the word I was looking for. He finds that funny. Not too many people find it funny. But then there are some out there who find it funny. There are some people out there that don't believe that fat is greasy. As my pastor would say. There's people out there that think like this. Just a whole nother dimension that they operate in but my biggest thing with this my biggest problem if I even had a problem with this would be is the fact that you just got the job you just got there Mike come on man give us a couple of years give Mississippi State University fighting bulldogs a chance to get to know you before you start this foolishness because I guarantee you they're looking at you and they're saying we gave this dude how much how much is this contract are are you sure Did, did he pass a stress test did he pass his physical as a coach? Did we see any kind of mental instabilities before he got there? I mean, I'm sure the people that are paying him are asking these questions now. Don't get it twisted. I'm not hating on Mike Leach. I'm just letting you know the Mike Leach that we dealt with in the state of Texas. I'm just letting you know how the man thinks. No, I don't think he meant to offend anyone in particular. I don't think he meant to offend any race in particular. He has never been, he's been called a lot of things. 
But as far as since I've been covering sports, I've never heard anybody call Mike Leach a racist. Now, I've heard him called insensitive, but never a racist. So we're going to give Mike one more pass. Mike, I need you. Come on, man. Give everybody a chance to get to know you before you start doing stuff like this. But definitely, don't 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 do that again. <coughs> Y'all got to excuse me. My throat was a little dry. No, I don't have COVID. Stop it. Listen to you. I can hear you now. He probably got the cocoa. Or the hashtag Rona. Stop it. Somebody sneezed around you. You think everybody got Rona. Stop it. We are in allergy season, people. Get over it. All right. When we come back. It's like the Houston Astros or former Astros just can't shut their mouth. And they got a problem with us having a problem that they cheated. So we're going to talk about that story when we come back. Don't go anywhere. You do not want to miss this next segment on this sick show. Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Yo, I gotta tell you something and you can't tell nobody else. Well, actually you can, but you gotta be quiet about it. Because of the COVID-19 restrictions, BGC Sports Network had to go underground to bring you the overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored NFL Draft Talk. Shh. From an undisclosed location. Join us on Thursday, April 23rd at 7 p.m. Live on Facebook as we discuss, argue, agree to disagree, and just flat out give our opinions concerning the 2020 NFL Draft. And yes, it's still sponsored by TJ Catfishing Wings in Arlington, James Wall Insurance, and Motivate Marketing. It's the 2020 overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored draft talk, April 23rd at 7 p.m. Live on Facebook from an undisclosed location. Now, you officially have something to do on draft day. Spread the word. Quietly, of course. Welcome back to this allergy-laden, sick show. You can still take advantage of Big Deals and Big Savings. Just go to our BGC Big Deals page and check out all of the offers by our affiliates designed to save you money so that you don't have to go to places like Walmart, some other places. You can just shop online with us and save big money on these big deals. All from the station that knows about doing things big. We are the Big Game Christian Sports Network, also known as BGCSports.net. All right. I want to talk more about this Houston Astros cheating scandal from 2017-2018. Major League Baseball basically said they were not going to take away the championships from I don't know why but the proof is already there. Major League Baseball has looked at it and they said yes they cheated they cheated all the way to that championship run in 2017 this is 
knowledge that everybody else has. So I'm not saying anything outside the lines that you do not know about or have not heard concerning the Houston Astros. Some people were saying, take the championship away. Take the rings away. Take everything away. You even had Pete Rose, who has been banned from the Hall of Fame for life, pleading with baseball to put him in the Hall of Fame so that he would at least have a legacy for his children, his grandchildren, and children after, grandchildren after that. And all he did was bet on baseball. But these jokers cheated for a whole season. They knew what pitches were coming and they were watching the catcher as he was doing the signs from center field with a camera. They video recorded, they looked at it and they said, oh, this is the sign for this, this is the sign for that. And then they would bang once for fastball, twice for curveball, so forth, so forth, so forth. That's how the batters seemed to know what was coming. That is absolutely cheating, period, point blank. Now that I've wrapped all that up in a pretty bowl for you and everything, let me get down to the story that continues with former Houston Astros players. This particular dude, Evan Gaddis, attempted to try to put the scandal behind him in an interview on last Tuesday, acknowledging the team's misdeeds, and then began to go into a profanity-laced, expletive-laden apology. Gaddis, who played in 84 games with the Houston Astros during their World Series run, run uh, he spoke with the Athletics' 755 is Real podcast about the scandal months after his former teammate Mike Fires blew the whistle on the scam. He said, quote, I'm not asking for your sympathy or anything like that. Wait a minute, was there a song like that? I'm not asking for your sympathy. Was there? Honey, was there a song like that? No? Okay. I could have sworn there was a song. Oh, I'm, I'm getting confused. Yeah, I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. Yeah, if I have to beg and plead for your sympathy, that's where I came from. I was close. But he said, I'm not asking for your sympathy or anything like that. He said, if our punishment is being hated by everybody forever, just like whatever, I don't know what should be done. But something had to, and he dropped the F-bomb, be done. I do agree with that. I do think it's good for baseball that we're cleaning it up. And I understand that it's not, drops another F-bomb, good enough to say sorry. I get it. Then why'd you do it? I mean, you're dropping F-bombs. Why'd you do it? I knew that something had to be freaking done. And I agree with it. I think it's good for baseball. That baseball is cleaning it up. I understand that it's not, you know, friggin' good. Enough to say that you're sorry. I get it. Then why we're having why are we having this conversation then? Why are you trying to apologize if you know it's not good enough to say you're sorry? It's, it's just like you, 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 you're trying to pull on heartstrings, but nobody's feeling you, bruh. You cheated. Point blank. You cheated. And nobody likes a cheater. Especially if you're in sports, nobody likes a cheater. If, if, yeah, look, look. If you were a professional poker player and you cheated, what in the world do you think would happen to you? 
depending on where you're playing poker at, you might not make it out there. So, yeah, you, you should get it. We should be mad at you. And the rest of the Astros, not just you, the rest of the Astros, the whole organization. General men are up to the owner. Somebody knew this was going on up high. Don't act like y'all don't know. Let me get back to what he said. He said, quote, we didn't look at our moral compass and say, this is right. It was almost like paranoia warfare or something. But what we did was wrong. Okay, we got that. We, we, we've said that enough. Don't get it twisted. It was wrong for the nature of competition, not even just baseball. Jeff Lundnow and A.J. Hinch were the only personnel members to be disciplined in the scandal and both lost their jobs because of it. Fires as a whistleblower has caught his share of heat for spilling dugout secrets, but Gaddis wasn't mad at the pitcher for this. He said, quote, he had something to say, so he had to friggin' say it. And then we had to get punished. Sounds a little salty there, Mr. Gaddis. Are you salty? Because Byers said, you know what? I can't live with the fact that we cheated to get this championship. The fact that he found a moral center, although it was, you know, three years later. But you sound salty like crackers. Because Mr. Fires did what he thought was right that the world should know 2017 was our year we won the championship but we didn't win it the right way Gaddis went on to say um, it uh, expletive gets even more out of control I mean it's a tough subject yeah I think a lot of people feel duped and I understand that now, Gaddis made clear that not every member of the team was on board with the cheating scheme. But he said, quote, some people friggin' did it. They are also on the team. I'm not mad at the people hating us, just mad. Like, kind of, you know, on the fan side, he said, not everybody was super happy about the cheating. There were teammates and maybe they didn't feel like they were in a position to say anything. And they're living with it right now. I could have said some stuff. I could have done something, but I did not. Okay. There is no way. And the rock means no way. Sounds so much better when the rock does that. But there is no friggin way that everybody on that baseball team did not know what's going on somebody is banging on the trash can in your dugout bang bang that means curveball bang 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 change up bang 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 screwball bang fastball Everybody in that dugout is probably wondering <laughs> why are we banging on the cans if everybody wasn't on board? I mean, come on, do you think that the fans of baseball are that stupid? No, nah, I ain't knowing about it. I just thought they were banging on the can. How stupid do you think we are? If I was in that dugout, I'd be like, um, we're banging on, why are we banging on the can? Yeah, I noticed that you did three bangs when he pitched. Yeah, I noticed that you did one bang when he pitched, and it was a fastball. Is something going on here that I need to know about? Nah, gone about your business, man. We gonna handle this. Four people, we gonna handle this. Don't worry about it. No. Everybody knew. Everybody knew. 
you probably took a Masonic blood oath. Yeah, I went there. Don't ever, 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 ever mention that we knew the pitch was coming. Don't tell them what we're doing. And Mr. Fires broke covenant with the rest of y'all. Now you're sitting up here and you want everybody to have pity. And now you're saying, yeah, I understand it. And I feel really bad about it. I should have did something when I did it. No, no, no. You were riding high. Y'all were riding that train all the way into destiny. Wasn't nobody getting off this locomotive. That sucker was going on in. Regardless. We're too close to a World Series. Don't y'all blow it for us now. Nobody was going to say anything. Of course not. And here it is three years later. We're finding out the truth that, hey, they cheated. And you want us to feel sorry for you. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I don't, I don't even have to get hype about that one. It's not going to happen. He went on to say, because he had a lot to say. So I'm going to skip everything else that he said. Yeah, I'd say. He said this. Don't get me wrong. I'm very happy we won the World Series. Of course you are. You 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 got your World Series rings. You got your World Series checks. I'm sure you happy. He said it was a great time in Houston, especially after Hurricane Harvey. But once that all fades, now it's kind of different. That happened and we cheated. You can't feel good or feel that good about it. Then he said, quote, I'm trying to come up with something positive out of this other than now we know. But here's where I have the biggest problem of all. He said, but F. MLB punished us. I guess not the players, but everybody's going to have to wear the booze and all that stuff and be a punching bag. Yeah, I get it. And I understand why you're mad. What did you think was going to happen when the baseball season started, bro? The only reason you're not getting plunked in the head or plunked in the back by baseball right now is because, and I said we wasn't going to talk about it, Dorona. Here's a conspiracy theory for you. Maybe the Houston Astros had something to do with the hashtag Rona so they wouldn't get plunked in the head and the back and get into fights all season long. Of course not. That's horrible. No, they had nothing to do with it. But you need to thank God that this intervened because we saw in spring training people already gunning for you. How many batters did y'all get hit? It was like seven or eight batters got hit. And there was no reason for it because we know the, the unwritten rule in baseball. When you're not happy with someone or somebody or somebody did something, you go ahead and you throw as hard and as high as you can and see if you can get them. Anybody who played baseball, that's an unwritten rule. They take it at. I want you to go after the batter. Sad. I was told that when I played baseball back in junior high. We don't like that guy. Go after him. What do you mean go after him? You like, throw it at him. Okay. I mean, you know, man, hit him and everything. The coaches didn't care. It was an unwritten rule. And the umpire would say, hey, hey, cut it out. You do it again. You're out this game. And we've seen it so many times in Major League Baseball. They will do it again. And the ref will be like, you're out of here. You're gone, buddy. I told you, you do it one more time, you're gone. And the pitcher's walking off like, <laughs> yeah, I knew I was going to get thrown out anyway. It didn't matter. I didn't want to play day anyway. 
So because of the stoppage of sports all over the globe, the Houston Astros and Mr. Gaddis, you get to heal up. You might get to play some of your season. You may be able to go back and play baseball, maybe in June. But I'm going to tell you this. Because of this little profanity, lace tirade, and everything that you just had in this little podcast interview, you might as well get ready. You might as well get ready. When we come back, we got to go to this third segment. Harrison Butker. He did something that most people can't do. Now they're making this big deal about it. But I guess because of the stoppage, we got to talk about something. So we're going to talk about this thing that he did and see if, you know, we feel the same way about it as some other people do. When we come back on this set show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Yo, I got to tell you something and you can't tell nobody else. Well, actually you can, but you got to be quiet about it. Because of the COVID-19 restrictions, BGC Sports Network had to go underground. To bring you the overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored NFL Draft Talk. From an undisclosed location. Join us on Thursday, April 23rd at 7 p.m. Live on Facebook as we discuss, argue, agree to disagree, and just flat out give our opinions concerning the 2020 NFL Draft. And yes, it's still sponsored by TJ Catfish and Wings in Arlington, James Wall Insurance, and Motivate Marketing. It's the 2020 overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored draft talk, April 23rd at 7 p.m. Live on Facebook from an undisclosed location. Now, you officially have something to do on draft day. Spread the word. Quietly, of course. Welcome back to this Big joke. Hey, because of COVID-19, because of the restrictions that have been put into place, the BGC Sports Network might have to go underground to bring you the overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored NFL draft talk from an undisclosed location. So, Thursday, April 23rd at 7 p.m., live on Facebook, we will discuss, argue, agree to disagree, and just flat out give our opinions concerning the 2020 NFL Draft. Still sponsored by TJ's Catfish and Wings in Arlington, it is the 2020 overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored draft talk. Sponsored by TJ's Catfish and Wings and live on Facebook from an undisclosed location. Now, you officially have something to do on draft day. We're not saying that we're breaking any rules. We're not saying that there won't be an overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored draft talk this year. We're not ready to cancel, but we're trying to figure out ways of getting it done. And I think we have figured it out. So we will keep you informed right here on this show, definitely. And on other shows as well. All right. Let's talk about all of this hype going around about the Kansas City Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker. 
We all know that Harrison Butker is a very good kicker in the NFL. He has a very strong leg, probably one of the strongest in the league. Well, earlier in the week, last week, Butker posted a video on Twitter. And it was during a workout session. And he successfully kicked a 77-yard field goal attempt. Now, for those of you who don't know how far that actually is, he kicked it from the 33-yard line of the opposite field. Not the one closest to the goal, but the 33-yard line back, you know, on the other side, closest to the other goal. Now, Twitter erupted with this. It's been thousands of views on this thing. I watched it. It was a good kick. I'm not going to lie. It, it looked really good. It looked like it wasn't going to make it, but then it just kept going and it kept going and kept going and it went through. But come on, man. Let's be honest. There was no defense out there whatsoever. There was no body to snap the ball. There was nobody holding the ball and turning it laces out. There was none of that going on that, you know, plays a part in that whole kicking routine. The, you, there was no pressure. There was not an NFL season or an NFL Super Bowl championship on the line with that kick. Now, 77 yards is, is impressive. I, I'll give it that. But stop making it like it's the newest thing since sliced bread. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're, you're out there on your own. Nobody's on the field but you. You're kicking the ball off a tee. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't do it. I'm, I'm going to just tell you that right now. I'm, I, even when I played sports, I never could kick the ball. I didn't know how people could punt. I just, you know, it go off the side of my little toe. Never, never mastered kicking or punting. Oh, but I could throw and catch now. Let me tell you that. But that other stuff, I leave it up to the kickers. So it was impressive. But slow down. Slow down. Don't put him in the Hall of Fame just yet. We still got an NFL season to go that possibly may not happen. We don't know. We don't know how long this this lockdown is going to be. We don't know how long this virus is, is going to be around. We don't, we don't know when restrictions are going to be lifted. Now, we hope and pray that it's lifted way before then because football season starts at the end of August going into September. We don't want to be going through summer lockdown. None of us do. So, they're probably... There probably will be an NFL season. Harrison Bucker will be with the Kansas City Chiefs and he will be kicking. And I usually have him on my, um, uh, what you call it, football team that we do every year. I, I can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, Fantasy Football League. I usually try to get Bucker on my team because he, he's a very good kicker. He's very consistent. But yeah, I can see 77 yards. I, I saw the film. But let's not put him in the Hall of Fame just yet. But there is someone who deserves to be mentioned in this story since we're talking about kickers. That is the legendary Tom Dempsey, who was a retired NFL kicker who was known for kicking a 63-yard field goal in 1970. And unfortunately, he succumbed at the age of 73 years old to the COVID-19 virus. Dempsey contracted the virus in March 
uh, while he was a resident at the Lambeth House Retirement uh, Home in New Orleans, where at least 15 patients have died after being stricken with the virus. This was reported by NOLA.com. Um, Dempsey was born. A lot of people don't know this. Without toes on his right foot and without fingers on his right hand. And he wore a specially made shoe during his NFL career. Now, if you want to see the shoe that he um, has, you can go to our website as bgcsports.net and you can look on the front page and there is a memoriam to those who have passed away in this year of 2020 and we're going to do that um there's a memoriam on there and a picture of uh, curly neal the legendary basketball player of course kobe bryant um then we have uh, uh we have mr dempsey on there and we have uh, ellis marsalis and also the great bill withers who just passed away but if you want to see the picture of Tom Dempsey, you'll see him kicking and you'll see this little bitty shoe on that little bitty foot. With that specially made shoe, he was able to kick the ball 63 yards, y'all. Now, the record now is 64. It's the longest kick. And it's made. it was made by Matt Prater. Uh, this was back in 2013 for the Denver Broncos. The longest kick of Butker's career came from 56 yards, which happened in week 16 of last season. It was also the longest attempt at a kick of his career. But the legendary Tom Dempsey did this with no toes. No toes, y'all. Think about that. You can barely walk without toes. This man who was playing in the NFL, he comes up there and kicks a 63-yard field goal with, like I said, no toes. And that record stood until Matt Prater, back in 2013, kicked the ball for 64 yards. I want to see, and, 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 and prayers go out to the family of Tom Dempsey. Let's just say that. And uh, definitely we'll be praying for you. Didn't really know him, didn't really know of his career until I started researching this to talk about kickers in the NFL. Um, from the reports and the people, the, the the column that was written by him, they said that he was a very, he was a great man and a very gracious man. So prayers go out to his family right now for their loss and their transition. And him being lost to this virus thing, man, it just brings it home, doesn't it? I, I don't you know I don't want to really switch gears here but I think I'm gonna have to because there's not enough people taking this seriously there's just not enough people taking this seriously and I have to say this I'm sick of people on professional amateur and whatever lines lies in between media radio television saying that the flu is worse than this come on y'all come on y'all you know my grandfather used to say that opinions are like I'm gonna let you marinate on that a little bit everybody's got one But this is a little bit different because if you look at the flu, yes, the numbers are similar worldwide. But look at this. The flu goes for a specific season. Okay. And it doesn't affect the planet 
at the same time. Now, come on. Y'all can't be that stupid that you think that this is the flu. It's not the flu. It's affecting the world. I'm listening to the reports, and now there's a report that the Falkland Islands had their first case. The Falkland Islands. Are you are, are y'all hearing me? This ain't a Detroit virus. This ain't a New York virus. This ain't a New Jersey virus. It, it definitely ain't a China virus. Let's just say that. You know, I got to get that in there for 45. This ain't a Japanese virus. This is not American virus. But it's affecting every continent on the planet. Who in Congo is traveling into Congo? All across the United States and getting infected and then taking it back to the jungles of the Congo. Are you really serious? That's just idiotic to think that this is the flu. It is not the flu. Ellis Marsalis, jazz great Father Branford and Wenton Marsalis passed away from complications from coronavirus. Now you got Tom Dempsey passing away. Coronavirus. You got Bill Withers. Mr. Lean on Me himself. And there's more. There's 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 a list of more people. You got the, the young man that passed away in Detroit. He was a he was a, a bus driver doing his job. But I can go down the street to a store and see people not even six feet away from each other laughing, joking, holding hands no mask, no nothing, just touching stuff, sneezing in the air just, just, what no you're not gonna get it those of you I hate to use the word idiots but yes idiots are not gonna get it until hopefully not you got it See, I, I could have did a whole segment on this. But I waited till the end because I wanted to make mention of that. Y'all, if everybody do what the CDC says, the quicker we can get out of quarantine and the quicker we don't have to knit nooses, Mike Leach. Thank you once again. For tuning in to this sick show.